Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This may have been something that was proven not true on Mythbusters, but that didn't stop this guy in Spartanburg, South Carolina, from trying it anyway. Sheriff deputies in that area pulled over a car on I-85 Saturday, and now both the driver and passenger facing charges. It was the swerving from lane to lane that caught the attention of law enforcement, and when officers approached the car, they say they found both the driver... Efren Ramirez and the unidentified passenger with him, both holding open beer cans inside the vehicle. Now clearly Ramirez knew he should not have been drinking while driving, because police say before he rolled down the window to talk to them, Ramirez grabbed a can of Axe body spray, a fragrance known by middle and high school boys nationwide to be irresistible to women, and sprayed it into his mouth to hide his alcohol breath. <laughs> If you're at the legal drinking age, yeah. Cliff, you're way past the age of being... That's right. You should not have any of that Axe body spray. You shouldn't even know no. how to spell Axe body spray. Yes. Oh, that's nasty stuff. <laughs> but I've talked to teachers, Cliff, in grade yeah. schools. And oh, yeah. It's like a um, potpourri of smells coming down the hallway. <laughs> I've been in this building before. And... When there's been a potpourri of smells. <laughs> oh, yeah. A couple of times my dog was here, there was a potpourri of smells. I was begging for some Axe body spray right then. <laughs> Cliff, I read that a 40-year-old woman suffered a stroke when she tore an artery doing yoga. <laughs> you see, that's why I stick to prime rib. Yeah. The strokes happen way later in life. <laughs> I mean... It's a lot longer buildup before you get there, is what yes, you're saying. Yes, yeah, that's that exactly sense. right. And yeah. it tastes good, too. Researchers have come up with a way to make sure all the readings that you might take at home can be completely laboratory-grade accurate. Those wow. stories are more on the news at 7 o'clock. So you won't have to go see your family doctor? Well, I mean, if you have, like, a heart condition or if you have high blood pressure. Like, I take my blood pressure, like, every day just so that I know what it is. And because the doctor says you can have these pills and you take these pills at a certain level and whatnot, but don't, you might want to space this one out. Some days my blood pressure is really low. Some days it's normal. So I have to moderate. But so I, I have learned how to take my own blood pressure, as most many people have. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. But, there's, but there are people who have, like, a heart disease who they also need to do, like, a continuous EKG or, like, an oxygen level thing. All This this tool does all of that for you, and it's all clinically accurate. So does your life-threatening high blood pressure it's bother you any, threatening. Cliff? It's not life-threatening. Oh. It's not life-threatening. Yeah, see, you, you're adding words that I didn't say. Scary high blood pressure. It, well, the first time I saw it, it was like, holy crap! But now it's like you know, under control. And I've lost a bit of weight um, and I'm eating better. And so I feel a lot better now than say like I did in October. <laughs> so are you saying, Cliff, yeah. if you could bowl yeah. what your blood pressure was back in October, you'd be <laughs> a happy guy? I'd have joined the PBA. Uh, yeah. There you go, yes. <laughs> Many of the latest medical advances have to do with maintaining your health at home. Researchers are coming up with more and more tools and gadgets that, when used properly at home, can make sure you're staying well, and in many cases, can transmit their data to the doctor's office so that they can keep an eye on you from there as well. 
but making sure that readings like blood pressure and oxygen level and EKG are all accurate is of critical importance because if the data is false, that's going to affect your treatment. Training patients to collect that data on their own or to use some fancy gadget correctly has proven difficult over the years, but there is one thing that all of us do every day, and we were trained to do it as toddlers, so doctors decided to put all those sensors that measure all of that medical information into a toilet seat. Scientists conducting a research study on the use of such a toilet seat found that it achieved clinical-grade accuracy in blood pressure, oxygenation, and echocardiogram readings all critical for people who could be getting or needing treatment for a heart problem. And all these people have to do is drop their pants and sit down. The people who invented the toilet seat say, pending FDA approval, the device could be sold for about $500, but it's also likely you could rent a toilet seat and take it home for temporary use. Yeah, no. <laughs> not renting a seat you're not gonna rent a toilet seat no <laughs> you know cliff yeah when you sit on a warm toilet seat yeah it's a bit comforting yeah and unsettling That's all at the unsettling. same time yeah and when you do it in a house you know when there's nobody else there yeah it's downright frightening <laughs> who was just here <laughs> yes there's no one here i read this morning cliff a yum. married chinese woman has given birth to twins yes who have two different fathers. <laughs> um, oops. <laughs> Is this on purpose? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. And now yeah. she has a stork out in her front yard yeah. of her house that says, yeah. well, this is awkward. <laughs> that would be a bad conversation to have <laughs> at the dinner table, That's one of it? those Southwest Airlines want to get away yeah. moments. Yeah. Mm. Totally. They say it's very rare. <laughs> so it's kind of like she won the lottery there. <laughs> or not. <laughs> can't get it out of my head, Cliff, a story you had earlier this what, week. What story was that? It was about, and I can't remember his name, and I wish I could, the pro golfer that was caught with uh, performance-enhancing oh, oh, drugs. Oh, yeah. Uh, you remember I, that? Well, give me a second, I'll remember it. Remember that story there? Oh, oh, that uh, his name was Garrigus. Garrigus. Yes. Yes. Right, yeah. He, uh, he was suspended for... Uh, testing positive for performance-enhancing drugs. Yes. Yes. And his drug of choice was... Yeah, marijuana. <laughs> I believe you said it was like a 90-day suspension? Yes. Something yes, like that? Yes, he was suspended for uh, playing in any pro events for 90 days. So, do you know for sure? Yeah. Will this knock him out of the Willie Nelson <laughs> Open? Is that coming up in 90 days? or will Yeah, he... He, he won't be able to play in the Willie Nelson <sighs> Open. Well, he would have been good at it, too. Oh, clearly, yeah. By about the eighth hole, <laughs> shots going everywhere. That's right. Hey, this is Weed Appreciation Day, and I just wanted to tell Weed he was appreciated today. Well, that's <laughs> very nice of uh, no, you. Thank you no, very no, much. No, no, wait, no, no, that's not it. She weed, said it was. You know, weed Appreciation Day is not for you. Oh, it's for the... Oh, oh wait, um, no, 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 uh, no, no, wait, wait. It's not for that kind of weed, either. <laughs> well, what are we celebrating here? Actual weeds, you know, like dandelions. No one likes those no, things. Well, no one, that's right. No one likes them because they're underappreciated. Because in many areas and many types of weeds are actually, that we try to get rid of, we call them weeds, we don't like them. They're actually beneficial to our ecosystem. And like things like dandelions, I mean, the, the, the bees and insects, they use dandelions as food. And in fact, some dandelion parts are edible. You can make a salad out of it. I liked it a whole lot better when we were appreciating me. <laughs> Just be honest with you. 
kind of kind of let down now. Well, Cliff, Feel sorry about that. I've never had this happen to me, Cliff. What's that? I've, I've never had um, something that mm-hmm. a lot of people want. That's because no one wants what you have. I think that's well. <laughs> trying to go around that, to, but if you want to cut right to it, yes. But perhaps you, yeah, in your lifetime or whatever, yeah, perhaps you've had something that other people have been wanting, and you've guarded it and protected it for years yeah. and years, and yeah. wouldn't give it up to anybody, right? And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, willy nilly, woo, yes, you just give it all away. Now I know that sounds confusing, Cliff. Yeah. But uh, well, let's let's play Luke Combs. Okay. I'll tell you who's giving it up for absolutely <laughs> a stupid reason. Well, Cliff, I mentioned it. You saved it for years, and now you're just going to give it away. And I think this is rather stupid. What are you talking about? KFC. I'm looking right at them. Oh, we're talking about KFC. Yes. You talk about somebody giving something away for free. I thought you were talking about something else. No, 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 no. <laughs> KFC. It's not, it's not that at all. No. Uh, there are 11 herbs and spices. Yeah. I mean, the rumor has been, yes. and the legend has been, yes. that they have armed guards guarding it at all times. Locked into a safe. It was like, wasn't it like in a vault? Yes. And they moved it from like one place to the other, and they had like an armored convoy or something? That's exactly right. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. For decades, people have been trying to figure out the secret. Yes, you're absolutely right. And this Saturday in England, they're going to have a cooking show that's open to 300 people. Okay. And they're going to teach you how to fry Kentucky Fried Chicken. So if they do that, Cliff... They have to give you the leaven herbs right. and spices. I mean it, they have to. They're giving it away for free. For nothing. After all of this hula about how important it is to keep it, you know, yeah. tight fisted and quiet. Right. And I guarantee you within moments yeah. Yeah. of that show. Yeah. It'll, it'll be, be all over the world. It'll be everywhere. Yes. And the secret will be out and now you'll go. <laughs> That's all there was to it? That's, I'm, I'm afraid that's what's going to happen. I think that's exactly yeah. what'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a story from the rarely heard from Morning Roadshow Department of Honesty is the Best Policy. Daniel Taylor is a St. Petersburg, Florida man who became internet famous in January when a video he starred in went viral. Unfortunately, the video is of him drunk out of his mind in a McDonald's restaurant there. <laughs> After serving 56 days in jail for the crime of assault and battery, On a restaurant employee, he spoke to a TV station there earlier this week, saying he's probably the only person in the the country who hasn't seen the video of him reaching over the counter and grabbing the employee and trying to choke them. Taylor says he probably had a little too much to drink when he was celebrating his 40th birthday back on December 31st, then went to get food, couldn't find a straw for his drink, and acted out, although what happened is a blur in his memory. He does know one thing, telling the TV station, I was a drunken idiot. (laughs) Nailed it. I guess he did. (laughs) Well, we're just moments away from the phrase that pays, and we know that it's a little lengthy this week. Just a touch. That's right. But how often, Cliff, do you get to say the phrase that pays is inspired by the music of Johnny Cash? Rarely. I can't remember any other time when we've ever done it. I don't, I don't think so either. No. So Cliff's going to give you that phrase that pays. Yes. Several folks yesterday were texting wanting us to text them back the phrase. <laughs> That's not how that game is played. That's called cheating. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And listening is the key to make that work. Yes. Listen up next. Here's Cliff with the phrase that pays. Indeed. It's comprised of two different titles of Johnny Cash songs. 
unbelievable as it might be, these songs actually were recorded by Johnny Cash. And you have to say them tomorrow. Here you go. Every time I itch, I wind up scratching you, you dirty old egg-sucking dog. <laughs> Whoa. I know. Yeah. Now, Cliff, I know you're going to do it again for us yes, so I everybody am. can get it down pat. That's exactly right. But yes. let's try not to have the same mistake that was done last week with our uh, southwestern accent where we like Where we to... drop the G off. Yes. Yeah. you got to put it in yeah. there. So speak, when you call in, if you know the phrase... Speak succinctly and precisely. Yes. And Every, the, what? Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I oh. Was... Every time I itch, I wind up scratching you, you dirty old egg-sucking dog. And I know what a lot of you are thinking. You guys made all of that up. No. No, we didn't. But if you Google it... <laughs> it's there. Every one of those yep. is there. I understand, Cliff, there's a little concern about Lee yes. Ed Rhymes there. I, um, while that song was playing, I got a message... Uh, through social media, indicating that we had committed a violation, that no one should sing that song, Unchained Melody, except for the Righteous Brothers. <laughs> or maybe Elvis. We need to get a copy of that from the Righteous Brothers. Boy, I haven't heard that in a long time no. by them. No, we could probably get away with playing that. You think so? Sure. On a country station? Absolutely. Bob Seger? <laughs> Absolutely. Let's play Bob Seger. Could we play Bob Seger in yeah. the Silver Bullet Band? Yeah. And when we do, we just yeah. denounce them as Alabama or Confederate <laughs> Let, Railroad I mean, or whatever. Let's call them Confederate, Confederate Railroad. Railroad. Yes. <laughs> and we'll just play it off like it's Confederate Railroad. That's right. And, That's Confederate Railroad. And really, the secret is, it's Bob Seger and the Silver Bullet Band. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> we were totally doing that. In a couple of weeks when everyone forgets about what we just said. And we'll see how many people catch us. <laughs> That sounds nothing like them, or they sound better than they ever That's have. That's exactly right. Oh, my. Do you guys know that Batman's 80 years old this week? You know, Willie Nelson's around 80 years old. He's come to Evansville. Do you guys think that Willie Nelson's really Batman just in disguise? Hey, Willie, bye. Okay. <laughs> I never thought of that before, Cliff. No, I absolutely I did not either. But a couple of things. Yeah. I never have seen Willie Nelson and Batman in the same room. So it's not with outside of the realm of possibility. No. Willie Nelson could actually be Batman. And the other thing, Cliff, yeah. if you want to hear Willie Nelson, just get right to it. You don't, yeah, you don't have to go through that long-winded roundabout thing with Batman. Because at the end there, he says, can you play a Willie song? Yes. You don't have to do that. You don't have to waste words. You don't have to go willy-nilly around. Yeah. That's our job. That's right. We, That's right. We're professionals at that. Yes, we just... <laughs> wasting words. Wasting words over and over and... <laughs> Trying to repeat the same things yes. over and over. Yes. Did I mention we try to repeat the same things over and over? Cliff? I've heard people have said that we repeat the same things over and over. So. Yeah, that's our job. Just to repeat things. Yeah. Should we do it, Cliff? Should we do what? Should we uh, make Willie Nelson our second open invitation? Open it? You mean like to just drop in and visit us? Yes, because you know Jason Sturgeon has the open invitation anytime Any, he anytime wants Anytime he wants in. to come in, just pop in. And so with Willie coming to town on yeah. the 3rd... Yeah. Perhaps he'll be driving, you know, this direction toward Evansville, and he could well, pop we'll in here, sit down, have a little chat before he gets uh, busy that night. What do you think? I think that he'll be around, sure. So, yeah. So, Just Willie? Drop on by. Anytime he wants to. Yeah. We'd love to have him here on the Morning Road Show. Yes. I'm trying to figure mm -hmm. out what questions we could ask him that he hasn't been asked before, Cliff. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll find one. <laughs> At least one. Cliff, I absolutely 
absolutely hate taking the stairs anywhere I go. <laughs> I'm telling you, to me, <laughs> yeah. when I see the stairs, yeah. it's like hidden exercise that they're making <laughs> me try to do. So you're looking for like an elevator or maybe an escalator. Exactly. All right. And that also annoys yeah. me too. Because Why is that? What's so wrong with the escalator? Well, I mean, you just stand there. Yes, that's what you're supposed to do, and that's what I do. Okay. But the example I have, yeah, that if you've ever been to the Ford Center, yeah, they have the escalator right there when you go in the door. Turn to the right, it's yeah. there. It, yeah, it takes everyone up to the uh, seating level. Yes. Right. Yeah. And they've also got mm-hmm. stairs right in between the escalators. Yeah. So you have your choice. You can Yes, you can either walk the stairs or ride the escalator. But what aggravates me is when I'm on the escalator. What? I'm kind of signaling everybody. Yeah. I'm lazy and don't want to walk. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and people start walking past me on the so escalator. So they're walking on the escalator. Yes. Well, that makes no sense. None. And it slows the process How down. How does it slow the process down? There's some mathematical formula they've come up with, Cliff, that the yeah. efficient way to ride the escalator is yeah. like I try to do. <laughs> the lazy way. Yes. Just get on and stand. Side by side, though. Team up with somebody. Oh, like two by two. Two by two, like right. you're going oh. on the ark. Only there's not a long <laughs> there's hair. No, there's no animals. No. And there'll be no, you know, man watching the sky for the rain when you get to the top. Right. Well, I hope not. <laughs> if not, it's probably some leftover folks from the Willie Nelson concert up this there. This is true. Yes. So I'm saying, get on the escalator, yeah. two by two, Yep. ride it up and... Don't try and impress me by walking up. That's what the stairs are for. You see, it's pretty simple. I've got yeah. my bee technology down, Cliff. Your bee? Bee. You know, like honeybees. Oh, okay. You see, drones, Yeah. like me, that really have no purpose, Yeah. we ride the escalators. The worker bees, <laughs> Yeah. you guys take the stairs. You want to impress me with your work? Take the stairs. Stay off the drone path. Meet me at the top. We'll talk with Moses when we get up there. <laughs> this yeah. kind of got me to thinking. One of our texting friends said they had saw the movie The Dirt about Motley Crue. Yes. And they really liked it, but they left out a bunch from the book, which he thought would have made it better. Okay. And then I got to thinking about this new Avengers movie that's out mm-hmm. called Endgame. Yeah. This thing's more than three hours long. I don't think Holy I could cow. do that. You don't think you could sit in a movie could, for three hours? Could you do that? Could you Depends upon there? the movie, I suppose. You probably would have to have an intermission. Do they when they're that long? I have no idea. I've never uh, been to a movie that long. I'm trying to think though, how long like the right stuff was, because that was a movie that seemed to go on forever. Wasn't uh, Gone with the Wind real long, too? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, the right stuff was three hours and 13 minutes. I don't know if I could do that, yeah. because I'd have to calculate up my Diet Mountain Dew consumption in a, yeah. a three-plus-hour movie. <laughs> and w- Let me see. Yeah. Get a pen. Do it out here. Let me just do this. Figure okay. in here. Yeah. In three and a half. Let's make it three hours and 15 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I went to the um, yeah. concession stand to start it off, mm-hmm. I would have to ask them for the uh, porta potty attachment <laughs> that comes with my drink <laughs> so that I could make it through the whole thing. Well, Cliff, I read this morning that yeah. Reba McIntyre yeah. was in an interview and she told the secret on what it takes to actually make it in country music as a star. So so Reba is telling potential country music artists, here's what you have to do to be a star. Besides move to Nashville. 
She well, did yeah, say that. Right. You have to be where the action's right. at. Right. No, that's that's kind of a given. Yes. Let me let me see if I can guess what it is. You're pretty good at this. Yeah. Let me just give it a shot. All right. Here's what Reba might say in order to make it in country music. Work hard. Yeah. Be creative. That's right. Keep one eye on the future. <laughs> <laughs> Are you proud of yourself for that? Are you yeah. really proud of oh, yourself? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Keep one eye on the future. Keep one, one eye on the future. Only one eye Just on one. The... Well, no. you know. I know where you're headed there. No. Well, up to the one eye part, Yeah. Yeah. you were pretty close. Oh, okay. She also said you have to give up your entire family life. Really? Yes. She said you might as well forget going to the kids' hockey games and okay. basketball practices and all that because she said it's not going to happen. She did not mention... Yeah. Anything about an eye and the future. Well, for her, that's pretty well a given now, isn't it? Oh, my. <laughs> You're a bad boy. It's almost time for the take it to the bank and clip. Oh, yeah. We have the what? decision to make this morning. What's that? Do we want to talk about Hard Rock Cafe? Okay. Or yeah. why there's never been and probably never will be a president and a vice president yeah. from the same state? Well, that would be an interesting topic. So entirely up to you, Cliff. Let's do that one. The one about the president and vice president. All right. It involves the 12th Amendment, which I know okay. nothing about. All right. It's time now for the award-winning and soon-to-be <laughs> repeat award-winning. Really? Take it to the bank. Repeat award-winning. I feel, Cliff. Have you entered this bit into any other contest? I think one's coming, Cliff. I just really? have that feeling. Well, that, how can you uh, win an award if you don't enter the contest? Well, I just feel like that uh, it's so popular that yeah. uh, someone has entered it for yeah. us. Oh, okay. And there's going to be an award So what coming. you're saying is you're going to get a second cheap plastic trophy held together with duct tape. Well, maybe this one will be a step up. Oh, so it'll be like two inches higher. Maybe. Because who wouldn't like two more inches of trophy? That's right. And because... Yeah. Of a take it to the banks, just like I'm giving you, Cliff. Yeah. Under the Twelfth Amendment, mm-hmm. if a presidential candidate and their vice president are both from the same state, yep, that state isn't allowed to cast electoral votes for both of them. Really? Yes. So if a I did not know that gentleman from Indiana wanted to run for president, and he picked a vice president lady from Indiana, and they happened to, uh, you know, yeah. Get the nomination. Indiana couldn't hmm. cast electoral votes for them. So it, then no candidate would ever do that. You'd have to be pretty confident that you were going <laughs> to win everywhere else, but no. And it's a holdover, Cliff, from when vice presidents and presidents were actually elected separately. We used to do okay. that many, many right. years many ago. many years ago. Yes. Yeah. And all of that, except maybe the trophy part, <laughs> you can take to the right. bank. I mean, you could take that to the bank, too. But it's a cheap plastic trophy, so the bank wouldn't want it now, would they? Cliff, I read this morning, and yeah. I don't know why it's just now getting out. It uh, yeah. occurred in an interview with Michael Jordan back in 1992 in Playboy <laughs> magazine. I guess possibly somebody was looking underneath their bed and said, hey, whoa, there's an hey, interview. Whoa. Yes, but he came out and said back then when he was still yeah. playing for yeah. the Bulls that he turned down over a million dollars a year to be the spokesperson for Beanie Weenies. <laughs> Beanie Weenies? Yes. I love those things. Well, yeah. I love them. So he didn't want to be, I guess, what, was it too much trouble to, you know, like do the Beanie Weenies commercial, or what's the problem? I don't understand it. He said that he could not stand in front of a TV camera yeah. and say, I eat Beanie Weenies. And he <laughs> That's all they down. wanted him to say? That's all they wanted him to say. Stand and look at the camera and go, I eat Beanie Weenies. Yes. 
for a million bucks. You wouldn't do that. And he said no. Okay. I would do that. I would say far worse things. <laughs> for a million dollars? I would say the seven <laughs> words George Carlin oh. said you're never supposed to ever say oh. on the radio. So like right into this microphone. It, for a million bucks? For a million dollars. I would. In alphabetical order. Yeah. With the definitions for each word. Yeah. For a million dollars. Really? You would, huh? For a million dollars. Yes. I'd do it for 800000 Well, that's the problem. You would undercut me. But for a million bucks? Yeah. What could you not say? <laughs> you couldn't say something libelous because they'd take all your money. True. But, but you, you could, could say, say those words because, you know, they're just words. They're not libelous. That's right. So. I mean, and, Paul Viton. And heck, yeah, Paul Viton's already said two of them on the air. And the other five just <laughs> driving to work this morning. <laughs> Oh, you could laugh. Yeah. But I bet you got a good four of them well, in, in that sure half-mile drive. Without a doubt. Cliff, anything yes. said today? Anything said today? Yes. We'll start with number three. All right. Willie Nelson is actually Batman. Number two, keep one eye on the future. The immortal words of Reba McIntyre. <laughs> number one morning roadshow phrase for today, this and all of the other things that we said, available later on our podcast at weedandcliff.com. It's about National Weed Day, which ironically has nothing to do with my friend here, but he liked it better when we were appreciating me. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.